Oh yeah, Spence. I'm so stoked to be back here once again on this Ventura Forward Podcast. We're always searching for those tasty waves, hot tunes, fun in the sun, righteous food, and all the news across the 805. On this shoe, we're breaking down those segments with our unique, unique journalistic points of view that we're always rummaging around the 805, finding out those goods to bring to our special listeners. Spence, how you feeling? Everything's great. You pointed something out that was excellent. What show number is this? 42. And who is 42? Me. And my birthday. And Jackie Robinson. And Jackie Robinson. That's the order of importance, by the way. Spencer <laughs> Noren to Jackie Robinson. The only number in sports, professional sports, that is entirely retired. I what know. a tribute to that man. And I also give a shout out this year, too, to um, someone in that same category, Bill Russell. I keep sure. watching the NBA games. They have the number six retired on every jersey. Oh, so they year. did the same. Good for them because yeah. he's deserving. So I, th- I think they might have done it league-wide, too, with the number six this year. But I definitely know that they have the number six on every jersey. I'll double-check mm-hmm. if it is retired. But you're right, Spence. How many rings did that man have? Eleven. Eleven, I believe. For old... Too many for the hands. One for the that toe. is something. Yeah, one for the toe. So it's show 42. What are we going to cover today? You know, 42 today, we're going to talk about kind of like the middle of Ventura 4. We, we don't have a guest today. It's just going to be me and you. But the conversation about Ventura 4, about episode number 20, we came out with the origin. Now I want to talk about the middle of Ventura Forward and remind our listeners, maybe you've entered this realm recently in the last week or two or a few months. I want to remind everyone that this mission has been going on for five plus years, five plus years of making people feel inclusive, welcome, and that their opinion can be heard and listened to by a group of four or five people. As it was, it was John Burdick, Arlene Alameda, uh, Bill Beckman and Jesus Moreno. The five of us met at Pete's Breakfast House in Bagel Rock Cafe Spence five years ago, pre-Thomas Fire, to say, you know what, the community needs love. Great places, too. Bagel Rock and, oh, man, Pete's. Awesome joints just to go have a conversation, enjoy some good food. You know, and why I bring that up, and then while I bring that up, who else brought us into this big, awesome podcast? That was Ray Fresco, always bringing those tasty beats. So thank you to the boys playing that. Ray Fresco, looking for this summer coming up because they always get activated a lot during summer. And Surf Rodeo is probably a few months away as well. So thank you for that music. And bring it into, it's that beginningness, though, of knowing that you just needed something to do. We started walking around. We instantly saw local businesses. We saw unhoused individuals. We saw the connection between offering people services and actually then giving the proof in the pudding. That's what we've been part of. Hasn't always been successful, but it's been the anguish. Relentless effort and consistency creates the movement and the motivation that we needed to ultimately present this podcast, Spence. And I think one of the things when you say it hasn't always been successful, but it always moves as Ventura does forward. You're not going to have a success and a win every single time. There's energy in the community. Some people have one opinion, some people have another, and we're just moving ahead. So I think the batting average is pretty solid, and we do have uh, a lot of successes, especially all the work that you've done in the community, but you're picking a cause and you're promoting it and you're moving it forward some people sometimes ask questions and there are the naysayers right that ain't gonna happen and those are obstacles that you have to get around absolutely and that's where my heart came through this week and thinking about not bringing in a guest but just talking between me and you because our listeners need to know those moments it's not all just 
you know, glory at top of the hill, having great guests, bringing great information. There's hard work happening in the trenches every day that's emotional, it's taxing, it takes time, energy, and resources, and we're proudly doing it. You know, Spence, I'll give you a pat on the back. You know, you're doing your morning thing every day. You're talking about putting 12-hour days, 14-hour days in. You could easily sack it in. You could sack it in. You could start doing something else. But you know in your heart, and I hope you know this, that what you're doing is providing an actual need for the community. You're talking about like the radio today. You and Perry talking about putting together that emergency go pack. You know, something as easy as that to reminding people that, hey, the stuff can hit the fan. Are you ready? Those are the things that no one in the community is saying. It's all me, 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 now, now, now. How can I party, 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 and no one's prepared? And the other side of it is, as you do things in the community, I ask people, okay, what are you doing? And it doesn't matter as long as you're doing something. Uh, we had Robert Torres in here, a huge blood donor, and also plays music locally, comes in, does an entertainment update for us. He's a guy in the community. What does he do? Blood giving is one of his big things. So it's always uh, not that you have to do what we're doing, but what are you doing? And if you're doing something out there, we'd love to have you on the show and talk about it. You know, that's what we want. One of the other things that uh, you did recently, and this is one of my favorite Spencer Noren stories, is uh, the painting of what would it have been? Not a pedestal, some sort of you went up there and there was somebody saying, what the heck are you doing? Then when you were done, they're like, thank you. And they don't realize that some of these Random hits that you perform, random acts of kindness and cleanness. At first, people are, what's up? And then when you're done, they're like, that looks great. So uh, give us the thumbnail. Where was this? Yeah, absolutely. It was on the avenue, uh, close to the end of the avenue, close to Stanley. And it was just driving down. It was this old, beat-up yellow pole that was next to an alley. I think it was by the Red Barn Liquor Store. There's the Red Barn Market and there's the Red Barn Liquor, a little farther down by Stanley. But it was filthy. It was, yeah, it was actually, it was awful. and there was to the point of evidence of feces at the bottom of the pool. So not only was it a pole that was old and battered up, it was then being used as a stool stopper or a stool proper. I should have said a, a proper stool uh, placed a stool there. So the funny part again, is you know, as I saw this little turd on the ground, Spence, I'm thinking to myself, no Paints way. a picture. So you get it over there. You kick that out of there. You pick that up and you get the spray paint out Dude. and you start doing it yellow. And what Ventura forward always was about was about spreading community, letting people we know, because everyone's sitting there saying, well, that's so stupid, that painting a pole or taking off a sticker, that's never what it was about. That was just for someone to be able to see me that I cared about the community. And then that you would say, man, that guy Spencer, he cares. I care too. Now we have something in common, and then that would motivate you. So Spence, it's so cool that you get me to do it because what happened? A guy comes out of the building and at first he's kind of flared up. Hey, what are you doing out here? I work here. Who are you guys? I'm like, oh, we're just community, sir. What do you mean community? Well, we're just a neighbors here, a Ventura residents going around cleaning up a city. Well, who do you work for? Uh, nobody, sir. Oh, all right. Well, that's, hey, you know what? This looks great. Oh, my gosh. This is so amazing. Thank you so much, guys. Can I get you a cold water inside? I mean, it happens within 30 seconds. And that's the attitude, again, is in Ventura, forward, or that wherever you're living in the world, you can do it, too. You can actually change your mind, change your point of view. It happens that fast, Spence. And when those moments happen, I want to just bottle them up and share them with everybody. Yeah, it's good. So uh, that is uh, some of the successes that we had. Again, it's not bragging. It's just doing. Get out there and find your thing 
and do it. We know we got the big football game happening tomorrow. It'd be very nice uh, if you're listening to the podcast now. The football game is at 1 o'clock, Ventura College. The Lions, downtown Lions, are putting it on. And uh, great businesses like Cronies are helping out. But get out there and just you know throw a tent at the gate. Maybe have a hot dog. Watch the game. Have some fun. Know you're supporting something local. Uh, Stephen Gama, Port Wainimi, go out there, clean up trash. Stephen will be there at the Alaskan Flight uh, Memorial. That's going to be happening. Just find your thing and do it for crying out loud. I want to give a shout-out, Spence, as you said about that memorial, about the young man that we lost in the last 24 to 48 hours. Uh, his name was Zachary the Hiker. Uh, that was a really tragic story. And I put on my Instagram on Ventura Forward, too, like local hero to the sense that he's out there being an adventurist. And I really, I really like, deeply think about the family and the loss as my friend Matt uh, lost his father this week, too, just yesterday. So Papa Joe, sneaking a shout-out in for you. Love you, big dog. Love you, Maddie. But Spence, what a tra- tragic story when you have a young man lose his life opposed to an elderly man in his late 70s but the young man, Zachary, have you heard the details of what happened too? He just slipped and fell. Was it a slip and fall? Is that what they're guessing? That's what they're guessing. Yeah, that's what they're guessing because it could have been some night hiking. You don't know. I've done a lot of hiking in my life, you know, a whole lot of backpacking, and I've been in this area quite a long time doing that kind of hiking. I just emphasize, folks, even if you've done it a lot, always have your water, have your snack, have your flashlight, have some clothing. It, you're such a... It can happen once. It can happen once. It happened to the, uh, the younger hiker, early 20s, up in Santa Barbara. They were up in a real hot day. They got stuck. Thank goodness a woman was saved, but the guy was not. It's one of those things where you're such a – I'm not making you do anything, but please be sensible. And this wonderful uh, young man, uh, unfortunately, this happened. So whenever you're going out there – and another thing to do just for fun – if you throw another bottle in the bag, you never know who you might see on the trail that might need a little bit of help. Because we love our hike and we love our outdoors. Uh, you've been a two trees guy forever. Uh, we're up the Botanical Gardens, Harmon Canyon, all through these areas. Uh, but that was a sad, sad story. But hopefully teaches a lesson to everybody else uh, to take care, be careful. and um, But most of all, enjoy yourself. Right. And we share because we care that Ventura forward in the middle. We found as we were just looking at the surface of areas is that nobody was sharing what was the most important that the news and the obituaries weren't as detailed and as viewed as they used to be. The articles in the back that the notices that you saw in the back of the paper, you know, the paper and the news, the newspaper was such a part of our lives. I remember getting the old school papers. Did you ever deliver? I did. I did too. I helped in Colorado actually in the cold weather. A little bit. And I helped the guy here. So I had my own in Colorado and I had it here. And it was one of those things where we got the, what was it, the evening paper came. The LA Times was in the evening and the star was in the morning, you know, and you got news. And that's what we knew we were becoming. And I didn't know that it was that. And here we are five years later reporting on high school sports now. But we fill in the gaps. Ventura Forward is always trying to fill in those gaps where the need is a necessity and then seeing how can we help. And it's not, it hasn't been formalized to the point of a nonprofit wasn't as formalized as maybe a political group moving it forward. But wow, has it gained steam the last few years to really see that the consistency of what's been there to help in the campaigns. So why is this podcast being talked about again? Why are we listening? Because it's evolving. It's evolving to let you know that you can evolve with Ventura Forward and change your mind. Because Spence, I was blown away at a community meeting this week when a lady started talking to me for five, 10 minutes, telling me that her daughter was a fan of Ventura Forward. But what I found out after 10 minutes was that she was a 
negative fan. She actually didn't like me and that she's monitoring me to kind of keep the pulse of what's going on. So I thought that that, that dynamic of that, of how somebody could be enthralled by the information we're providing, but not a fan, that shows you the, the area it's going now. Yeah, it does. Uh, just listening in to get our point of view, which is uh, good. You don't have to agree. Right. Except with a hiking thing. Be careful, folks. You know, there's a few things that we're just doing public service reminders, but there certainly are some opinions we have that other people might be in conflict with, which is fine. We definitely want to hear from you about that directly. And, and the conversation goes deeper. And I said, well, what's the, what's the situation? How come your daughter, she follows me and you seem really nice. And what happened? And she goes, she thinks that you're in it for the money. And I said, oh, no, ma'am, I know. If, if, first of all, please look at my bank account right now because you would see that the bank account's empty. And number two, that's why I'm doing so much in the community, ma'am, and sharing with you is that when these moments happen and we know what's going to happen, that well, you're going to subject, why is somebody doing it, especially in politics, right? We all want to point the finger. What's the internal motivation? And there might be a lot of politicians or people working in this area that might be doing it for the money per se. And that's part of our job to keep the accountability. But I can tell you, it'll never happen here. That's what episode 42 is all about. Put it down on the record. 42 years old, never will be bought and paid for. I love that movie, Scent of a Woman with Al Pacino, Spence. I've been sharing stuff when it's like, just because he won't sell out and ride on his fraternity brothers, he won't sell out his future. And that's what people have to understand. There are human beings in this world. I'm one of them. Tom Spence is one of them. Put two on this podcast and you can join us in not identifying with anything other than that you're going to be truth and honest. But in the meantime, guess what, Spence? I got to make money. Yeah, you do. You have to make money. They certainly do. Living in Ventura County, we know that's part of the deal. And everyone's got to make money. And some people are doing it formalized. Some people are doing it more unified. They're doing it out in the open, whether you're with the government or the nonprofit world or you're doing your own business. Everyone's trying to make money. So to think that people are trying to create something new to make money and then instantly kind of trying to slander them and bring them down, I think is the wrong approach. I think you got to give people credit to say that you can take on a project. Let's take the fairgrounds, for example, and the new PSG uh, proposal to come in and upgrade the fairgrounds, right? Yep. Am, am I going to agree with that the wholeheartedly? No, I'm not. But I'm, I probably wouldn't agree with any project 100%. But I'm going to look at it rationally for a long time, maybe a day, a week, or a month. And then I'm going to make a constructive uh, criticism and make my ultimate opinion that I am in favor of that project as an example. So when you're in that project and then you meet with those people and they want to get together with you and say, hey, man, you've been doing this five years of community work. Everyone in your area, we want to help and pay what you have going on to help your influence spread. Can you help talk about our project in transparency? What am I going to say? Absolutely, guys. That, that's the reason Ventura Forward's here. We need more sponsorships. We need more projects to get into our realm so then we can help tell that story transparently. We don't want to push that away from what we have going on because if we push it away, it's going to be in other areas where you're going to accuse them of being manipulated, controlled. That's already happening. So we want to bring in that money here so we can source that advertising and media here. We want the influencing money in here and we want to be diversified more and more. 
So if you can give 100 people giving five bucks a month, then having the big companies come in, having the middle companies come in, that's when Ventura Forward will start growing so exponentially. We can start hiring more employees, giving out more money, creating workforce programs, can giving more money back to the community, all this doing under a for-profit, sharing that nonprofit vibe. Spence, are you feeling it? I'm feeling it 100%. And the fairgrounds is one of the best projects that we've had introduced to us in a long time. It definitely opens up a huge argument, but it is a conversation I think we have to have because I go to the fairgrounds enough and I'm there for the fair and I'm there for a few other events. It's tired. What are we going to do to make it better? Well, we have one offer that's going to come up. When's the meeting? February 22nd. So we got to get to this meeting. For, against, in between, because you never know which way your opinion is going to be pulled. But I, I've i got to look at all of the laws and the legalese and everything else out there and who is who. But my opinion is we have to do something to make it better and to make it better for everybody here in Ventura County. So what is that going to be? So don't just sit there and complain. You were talking about when uh, too much of a small number of people sway something. And that would be like... Uh, uh, tyranny of the minority, a few people who convince everyone that maybe this should happen when everyone doesn't really get into the conversation. Let's make sure you get out there. Don't just hear about the meeting. Be a part of the meeting. Get there, take in the information, and see what you think and express your opinion because this is a huge deal for the Ventura County Fairgrounds. Yeah, it's absolutely huge. And I can give you the raw facts, Spence, about the, the tyranny of the minority like you talked about because there's 108,000 people in our town. And we think that we're active or we're really involved for most. But that's still about less than 10%. Or even I give you a 1% number. Here it is. So I was at the General Plan Action Committee meeting. This is a group that they formed over two years ago, about 20 of the most involved residents. They hired a company, Ramey and Associates from Berkeley, California, to come down and create a company called Plan Ventura to help get our opinion about land usage and land overlay and how we're going to change Ventura for the next 25 years. And the conversation leads into the topic. You know what number one was? Getting rid of SOAR, getting rid of the, uh, the orchard area, not downtown, not the avenue where they're putting all the, all the housing out in the areas, not to really formalize, but really look at how you can future, future get housing. And the vast majority of interns don't want more housing. But the politicians and the executive directors, all the nonprofits, the housing authorities, these different people, they're pushing these agendas so hard that when you get actually public opinion involved and through this process, it's so hard to weed out the residents. They had a survey, online survey, they spent thousands and thousands of dollars putting out there, tens of thousands of dollars in social media, advertising, and spent, they got a little over 1,100 people involved. Wow. 1,100 people out of 108,000 hired from Berkeley for over 12 months. When we make a post on Ventura Forward, over 2,000 people see it in 48 hours. So that's showing you that right now we have more public opinion on this podcast than what they have in their quiver of their arrows from the people that they're hiring from the outside. And we're wondering, why can't we get paid money to influence? Why can't we get paid money to get this message out when we're not even the ones really putting in, putting out um, agenda? We're just motivating. Again, if you look at the Ramey and Associates, the way that they're dictating this stuff in the last meeting, they wanted to defer creating public input. They actually said to the 20 representatives, uh, volunteers, that you should be the ones engaging the community now. And all the volunteers went, what? Why would we volunteer 
Talk about a convoluted, loaded system. If you looked at the names and half the names that were already on this general plan action committee group, people are being paid to be there. Special interests are everywhere where people say, oh, I'm a resident, but your job is influenced whether you're a planner, you're a designer, you're in housing, you're executive director, and then the people that are good, guess what? They're the ones being accused. So if we're gonna accuse one, we have to accuse everybody. So let's not accuse everybody, let's just assume that they're all doing good until you can find something wrong, and that's where Ventura Ford's at again, because we won't allow this to happen, Spence. And people tell me all the time, oh, you know what, you're being too reactive. Right, you're reacting with emotion too quickly. And my response is, you know what, you're right. And I'm aware of that. But I'm not gonna let it go by for one second anymore in this community, in this town, or this country, or this world, when people are pointing a BS finger at me or anybody else I know and letting it stand. I'm completely over it and it's not going on anymore. Yeah, and be at the meeting. Don't be one of those people that just listens and let somebody else formulate your opinion. Be at the meeting. Just be there, show up. And we've got to be able to get it to where the government recognizes more public input other than just our local community councils. Because these community councils, we've saw, if you, if you haven't seen what's happened with the East Ventura Community Council, it's fallen a wayside. I used to be the vice chair. We built up into a great membership. Then it got taken over by politically influenced people who put under it, under a nonprofit, who put under insurance. They wanted to register with the state. Guess what happened, Spence? So then politics got involved, right? No one wants to be involved. Their first meeting, not one resident wanted to step up. So they go, well, should we still keep it? They say yes, which is why. Next question is, who's gonna pay our expenses? This is a nonprofit. We didn't really raise any money at all before because you didn't have to be a nonprofit. You could just be a community group. You can just exist without insurance. $1,800. That's what they wanted for the insurance? Just to be. Bucks? Just to be. Just to exist. Just to exist. Wow. So they're like, well, can everyone here pay $30? No one's paying the money. So again, it shows you money and insurance and liability is doing what? Stopping public input. Stopping the public from being involved. And that's what the corporations and the companies want. They want it to make it to where there is no fun. There is no input because then they continue to push the agenda of making money again, which is fine if you want to be a cor allow corporations to make money in their own realm, but we are getting squeezed out. This is a perfect example again of how the middleman is losing out their, their, their voice because the top's not involved because they're the ones making the decisions. The middle is the one who's supposed to be making that and the ones on the bottom are the ones that in the middle are supposed to be influencing because they're the less educated and less experienced Americans that we have to help influence in this process. That's how it works, folks. That's how it's worked forever. We can't let people be left behind and not hold the people on top accountable. You can't let the people accountable be making the decisions for everybody else and you can't let the people on the very bottom being the minority of the voice of destruction like we were talking about, Spence. That's and I, right. And I'm not talking about skin color just so we all know. I'm just talking about people and their attitudes in general based mostly upon income levels. Yeah, so let's see how it goes. Get involved, do something. My biggest focus, though, is that meeting. I think this is so important. And remember, this is a countywide issue. Uh, this is for everybody. You know, certainly it's in Ventura, but this is a countywide event. This is a countywide facility. It's a statewide facility. So we do have to be part of the conversation, and maybe we'll learn which way it can go legally and how they have to attack from that side. But no matter what, 
Uh, we need something to happen at the fairgrounds. We're going to have the crab feast coming up again with the uh, adventure of downtown Lions. Always a great party. But when you go there for the crab feast, just look around. Oh. Look around. Have you seen some of the photos that we're going to start sharing to you about the, the floods during the rain? Oh, the whole concession area of the racetrack was just flooded. There was a few feet of water in the horse show area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's happened forever and ever. And I know sometimes the racetrack, if there's a cloud in the sky, they have to shut down because of the fear of what will happen and it getting all mucked up. So these are the things you have to know. So if you ever have a chance, like uh, Tom McLean, our buddy's going to have a card show there that's coming up in, in March or so, the uh, Seaside Sports Show. Go to that and just look at the fairgrounds. Just take a look at the facility firsthand. Don't let anybody tell you. Don't let us tell you. Go there and take a look. It's important conversation that Ventura Forward's bringing it up with our sponsors, with everybody else. We're here to bring the most difficult conversations. And if you have something to say, bring it with grace and bring it with peace. Don't bring it with accusations and start poking around the, the bear. If you think you're going to poke the bear, you're going to get the growl. Trust me right now. This is the warning I'm saying out there. I'm not changing. People are saying, oh, I love another comment this week, Spence. This woman who used to be a mom of a girl who's in my class. So this is a woman who's probably 60, 65. She says, I used to really like what you did during the Thomas fire. But now the last few years, I don't know if I agree with the way your direction is going. I said, okay, thank you. And she was talking about, I was talking about a, basically a conversation about diversity mm -hmm. and segregation. And I go, my thought is this, that's a bummer. You know, like I don't want someone to like not agree. Right. Cause I'm one of these people who, who wants people to agree, especially if they're already fans. But then again, I told my friend, Mike Anderson, I'm not here with a planned agenda other than to be women and children first for the safety for our community and putting Ventura first right there. And if somehow my thoughts went away from your thoughts, that's mm -hmm. totally cool. And you know what? That is going to happen. And we have to understand that that happens. How could somebody be possibly posting as much as I do for five years to think that you're not going to disagree with what I say? That's the biggest craziest thing about it is if I wasn't to be worried about it, I wouldn't be talking. And if I wouldn't be talking, we wouldn't even have these conversations. So again, the point is this, know that you're going to disagree with me. Know that you're going to disagree with your spouse or your kids, or your most loved ones, because this expectation of thinking that we're gonna just censor everyone out of our lives, and just follow the things that we like, or just buy the things that taste good, you know, it goes back to being a kid. These, my, my kid only wants to eat things that taste good. That's not right. Because we all know that the worst tasting, hardest chewing, stomach gutting, punching food most likely is what? The, the most healthy for you. for you. My doctor, Elsie, when I was a kid, she used to look at me, and she's a nice doctor. And little flashes that I remember, she said, Tommy, if it tastes good, spit it out. And, that, and she would laugh because a lot of times the stuff we've been introduced to is oversweetened, over whatever. Salted. And right. one of the best ever for me, I've told this story before, but not on the podcast. My dad gardened like mad at his house, and he had you know, lots of vegetables. One day, I went back to see my folks, and uh, I'm eating dinner. And I said to my mom, hey, next time you're shopping, don't get these, uh, these beans, not quite. And my dad laughed. And he said, they're out of the garden. My taste was corrupted by canned beans that just tasted bland, and I wasn't used to it. So it's that way in your life all the time. Sometimes the thing that gives you the most resistance or that could be the best way to go. And it's so true. 
if it's too sweet when it's delivered, chances are there's something behind it that's not cool. And that's just like Ventura Forward spreading the information. Yeah, it's a it's a mask. It's there's something up. Right, and we're not masking it. Like you said, Spence, we're not masking it. And if you see that sugar and stuff, like you're saying, Spence, maybe you happen to grow a strawberry in your garden that do taste better than the store ones. Like you're saying, so it's mm-hmm. cool that the green beans will taste more, maybe more starchy or more a little more staunchy or bitter. Like you were saying, you're describing this one bean opposed to that. But in your garden, you can also get the best tasting berry. Yes. Better than you could ever get in that other farm. So there's that yin and that yang, the heads and the tails. So please. We love metaphors. We do. Yes. And follow that journey with us because we need metaphors and examples because when times get tough and you get really invigorated and heated and I get emotional, you need those things to, to reflect on. Where are we? Uh, episode 42, little over halfway through. Do we want to acknowledge sponsors? Let's do that, Spence. The Ventura Music Hall coming up this Friday night. I love this topic with midget wrestling. Giving it up to uh, the Preston. He's got me on the list. The Ventura Music Hall, Spence, keep bringing these great guests in and the diversity of shows. Who was it you saw? Oh, it was uh, Big Mac Sabbath was coming. Mm-hmm. They were a band playing a cover band for that. Who else did I get? I saw uh, Steely Dead there. So a lot of good ones. But yeah, the- Dave Mason in the past. Uh, remember, um, oh, Royal Blood. Yeah. They came in. This is a band. To show you how uh, forward-thinking they are, too. The venture. Forward's coming up a lot this morning. I watched uh, uh, Royal Blood on the World Wide Web, mostly YouTube. You know, in Britain, they're playing in front of 20,000 people. They're just not known here. So they came in and just killed it that's the kind of music that you get uh, and here are the names right too where i'm going to say uh, shamely i don't know a lot of them but the tickets already sold out are really low right now it's matt kearney on 211 coming up so mm. matt kearney's coming up and a big thing here jay boog jay boog with w Lincoln jordy low tickets already this guy looks like he's like a uh, awesome samoan dude coming up bringing his beats in uh we got over here also too low ticket sales for fiddler Fiddler low ticket sales on 224. So these are the bands where you're like, what the heck? Skeggs. S-K-E-G-S-S. Now, a lot of this music, like you say, you might not know it, but introduce yourself to something new and you might end up loving it. Do it. Get out and go to the Venture Music Hall. Like we said, we were there yesterday and I will be there tonight for Midget Wrestling. I'm so excited to bring that story back to see how entertaining this is if they've kind of lived up to the hype. I'm sure they will. You think so? Yes. You think they're going to entertain? Oh, it's going to be huge. <laughs> Ironically. Right. Ventura Real Estate Company. Derek Turner bringing in all that coolness as he comes off the Alps. He's back in the water, foiling it up. DT, keep up the great work out there. Spence, the three coolest people you know. Let's talk about it because the top 100 list brought a little controversy. But a little bit of controversy, and I have more work to do with it. Now that it's been released for over a month, I'm going to go back, write a little paragraph or a little blurb about each person and, and ask them to respond to Ventura Forward. So we're going to reach out with 100 messages and uh, or 100 emails to each person and say, respond back to what makes you cool. So then their response back will then allow them to move up or down the list moving forward. Good idea. Thank you. I got to get out more, though, because I love my people, the one I had mentioned, but I've got to find a new person. I have to get out there and just see more because I know some great people 
But I always mention the same, like 10 people. I got to meet somebody new that's doing great stuff for the community. Okay. now Because my standards are incredible on who these people are that I'm fortunate enough to know. But if I say their names, they'll say, yeah, you said that already. So I just want to get out and about and maybe meet some more people. Spread uh, it out. Okay, you're challenging me now. So I'm going to go three coolest people on my list moving up. That are new? That I've met this week. Okay. Off the top of my head. Number cool. one, Zach Plopper, uh, Surfrider Foundation, environmental steward director. We talked about him last 10 days. Good. Excited about him because that living coastline is so important to me and us. Number two, Eddie. Eddie, dad, met him on the promenade. Started talking about his son who's 15 in high school. Started smoking the vape pen. And just got into me about how it just happened. He's working so hard to stop in it, but just really testified. And I got to give a big shout out because those are the tough conversations that we have to have. Dads need to talk to dads. Dads talk to moms. Moms talk to dads. Moms talk to moms. This little cycle needs to keep happening in this community, and we are going to keep it moving forward. And it's not just at the softball practice about softball. Have tough conversations, please. Because it'll help your kids. And you know what? You don't have to divulge all your kids' secrets either and stuff like that, even though it takes tough. But it's that fine line between a parent between you don't have all the answers. So go out and find them. Eddie, you absolutely motivated me. Thank you much, sir. And number three, let me think here. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Who would it be? You know, let's go Jimmy Bus. Jimmy Bus is Caltrans District 7. Just told me yesterday he's getting ready to retire. But he's been working here over at the yard for a while. He was a guy helping clean up a lot of the areas underneath the bridge yesterday, underneath Cal California Street. So, Jimmy Bus Caltrans, congratulations on your retirement. Beautiful. Thank you. Good people doing good work for the community here on show number 42. 42, let's maybe wrapping up a little bit early today. I want to have one more story to, still, uh, story to share. Man, me being in Seattle, I need to get back into my 805. Maybe I need to jump in the ocean, Spence. Get me invigorated again. Do a polar bear thing. When was the last time you've been in the ocean? Please. It's been so Years? long. Oh, wow. Let's back go to get kayaking. in. Oh, way back. I mean, I literally have not been in ocean water 20 years. Will you go get in the ocean this week with me? Uh just get in. Just uh, walk in and walk out. Uh, I don't know. Maybe? Uh-oh. This is a, a, this will be an effort. Haven't you heard the plunge just get you in? This is what I've heard. Let's do it. Yeah, maybe. You said you needed something. I would like a donut. You have the has it worked? No. <laughs> so maybe the plunge. Maybe. Yes, I got a maybe. Okay, I'll take that. Episode 42, Jackie Robinson's story for you. Okay. Now, Jackie Robinson is considered one of the greatest athletes and heroes in American history. I read some stuff about him. This is my biggest takeaway. Jackie was from the South. His mom at an early age was part of a government program that was creating housing in California and brought them out of the South into the LA area close to UCLA. Uh, and I believe like the Burbank area. Are you familiar with that part of the story? Yes. And so Jackie grew up mm -hmm. in a really segregated part of California because they had just brought in a lot of African-Americans from the South. So he grew up with a lot of racism and stuff in his high school. That's where he became one of the best athletes in the country. Okay. What sport did Jackie want to play after high school the most? Football. Okay. He was great at football. He wanted to play football. And what was his going on there? At that point, they weren't allowing any other African-American athletes to be part of professional sports. So as much as he was great at uh, he was 
track and field, football, baseball, right? The best at everything. The only place he could get an absolute job was with a football team, a semi-pro football team. Okay. Where was that football team at, Spence? That football team was in Los Angeles. It was not. It was was in Honolulu. It was in Hawaii. Honolulu. I did not know this. So the summer of 1941, Jackie Robinson goes to Hawaii and gets a job with a semi-pro football team called the Honolulu Bears. The Honolulu Bears played in like August, September, and October. And Jackie was going to play there, finish that season, was going to stay there for another year to be a semi-pro. What happened in December in Honolulu in 1941? It could have been a bombing. It was. My thing is this. Jackie Robinson witnessed D-Day. Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor. Sorry, duh. What am I thinking? Pearl Harbor while he was there. Wow. Isn't that interesting? That is. I did not know that tidbit. Pasadena Junior College. He was at a junior college. And what I love about the guy, baseball, football, basketball, track and field lettered in college. Boom. Number 42, folks. But wouldn't it be cool to have in the Jackie Robinson movie that part of him being? It's odd because that, that is such a big story. That is so and, huge. The fo- and the movie was great. The latest one, yeah. 42, was fantastic. I just don't see how they missed that part. And then 42, and then the football, because of the bombing, the football team's over. Yeah, they could have made it two hours and five minutes so, just to add the story. And then so he comes home, and then that's when he, I think he started working somewhere for a little bit and then got involved and then got into minor league baseball. So it was Pearl Harbor actually shaped and changed the direction of Jackie's future. I, I just found that so fascinating that we can have those moments in history and they were never linked before. And I kept reading and reading. And then finally, I forget what book I found it in, but it was a really cool part of his history. So anyway, episode number 42, Ventura Forward, bringing all the goods, reminding you we will never be bought. We are just as strong as number 42, Jackie Robinson. That was always here with us. Vince Scully, Tommy Lasorda, whoever you think that Southern California is a pioneer and a world influence in America, that's how we see ourselves here. Of any kind, of any race, of any humanness, there is no separation. If you want separation, go somewhere else. If you want equality for people being people, you're welcome to venture forward. Spence, enjoy the show. All right, it was great. A lot of fun. Back for 43. 43 next week. Come out every Friday, share, and spread it in the love of the world. Ray Fresco, take us home. Until next time, let's go. Let's go.